Hello, 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 and happy Wednesday, May 26th, 2021. Ah, oh, we are going to continue our journey on is it an end or a beginning? And today our verse is from Isaiah 43 verses 18 and 19 from the Passion Translation. Stop dwelling on the past. Don't even remember these former things. I am doing something brand new, something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Do you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. Isaiah 43:18-19 from the NIV. Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And then Isaiah 43, oh, from the voice. I'm not going to read that one. That's what I think about that. I'm not going to read that one. Or am I? Oh, I'm going to. So from the voice, Isaiah 43, 18, 19. God speaking, don't revel only in the past or spend all your time recounting the victories of days gone by. Watch closely. I am preparing something new. It's happening now, even as I speak. And you are about to see it. I am preparing a way through the desert. Waters will flow where there had been none. It is so important. Is it an end or it's a beginning? And today's verse from Isaiah 43 is a reminder. It is a beginning. It is all about a beginning. And God tells us, forget the former things, right? Forget about them. That's We're not supposed to focus on the former things. Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. God's doing a new thing. So we need to, you know, I kind of started here on Monday. We just touched on it a little bit. But we need to forget what's behind and look ahead. And if that's the only takeaway you have this week after Friday, then I think that's a huge takeaway that has the ability and power to transform your life. That do not dwell on the past. Forget what has happened before. You know, God is doing new things. God is doing amazing things. And when we're looking backwards... You know, we're missing what's happening in front of us. And I heard um, some evangelical speaker, I don't know who, so I won't even attempt to pretend to remember. And they said, consider your car. Um, how big is your rear view mirror? Okay. Can you, are you picturing your rear view mirror? All right, it's not that big, right? And even when you use it to look out the back window, you don't have a huge view. But how big is your front window? Yeah. Like, and that's, that's like the analogy to this whole, you know, not to be looking behind you, to be looking forward, right? Because we wouldn't have full view in the front. You know, you have your two side windows. You've got your full um front window it's all clear you can see to both right left all the way to the front for miles if there's no objects in your way 
because we need to be focusing on what's behind in front of us. And our rear view mirror is small because we, you know, it's good to reflect and kind of look back and say, oh, you know, what's, you know, where have I been? But that's not where we're supposed to be focused. We're supposed to be focused on the big, the larger view, which is our front window. So I don't know. I, I wish I could remember who I heard share that, but I heard it somewhere from a speaker. I think I've heard it from a couple different ones, but to me that like kind of stuck, you know, as a visual of why we need to be looking forward and not behind us. And, you know, just like you're given two ears to listen and only one mouth to speak. So we should be listening more and talking less. (laughs) Oh, see, it's those kind of things that they lock into my memory. So this week, you know, what has happened in the past makes us who we are today. So we can't forget that. It's just that we're not supposed to focus on it. Instead, we want to put our energy and our focus on what's ahead, on what's beginning. You know, we can lean on some of our past and on what's ending as strength and a springboard But we're not supposed to just stand there on the diving board and never jump in, right? You know, I think of like when I was little and trying to, you know, learn to dive and then to dive off the diving board, right? That is so scary for some. And then there's those that are afraid of nothing, you know? My sister just ran, jumped right in, you know? She was even younger than me and I was still like little Miss Timid up there terrified. Um... So for the people like me that are like, you're out there, you're on the diving board, and all I would do is look back, knowing that I could just turn around and I could get off that diving board and just go jump in or climb down the stairs. Because that extra two feet above the water terrified me. And, and then I would watch and they'd, you know, my cousins and my sister would be like, all right, get off the diving board so we can get in. And I would creep back get off the diving board, they would get on and boom, just jump right in, you know. That is what I want us to embrace. I want us to embrace our inner child, that the kid that just goes up on the diving board and doesn't even think about it, just runs down to the end of that jump diving board and just jumps right in or dives right in and gets wet. Bam! They're excited. They want that new, they want that freedom. Because when you're me as a child and you're just paralyzed with fear on top of the diving board and looking back, all right, it's safe back there. I can just walk backwards. It's safe back there. But when you face your fears, it only took one dive. It only took one jump off that diving board and I was hooked and loved it. And was just like my cousins and my sisters, out and in, out and in, out and in, diving in, jumping in. Loved it. But what if I would have never faced that fear and never accepted that something new and exciting was right there before me? And I just stood paralyzed in fear. I would never know the joy and the excitement of jumping off that diving board into the water. And it might seem silly 
in comparison to, you know, losing a job and starting a new career. Uh, graduating from high school and leaving for your first tour, you know, to boot camp or to college or to opening your own business because you have a trade and your degree already when you graduate from high school because that's happening. Like if you don't know that, you know, because there's people my age or older that listen to this podcast and you may not have someone in high school anymore. And now there are kids graduating from high school that have an associate's degree and a certified trade certificate out of BOCES at the same time. It's pretty stinking amazing, actually. So, you know, there are kids graduating from high school that have a two-year college degree as they walk out of high school. And this is exciting stuff. But what if they didn't take that challenge? Who knows? But what I want to really focus on is, you know, the high school career has ended. And I know I'm focusing a lot on graduation this week, but I think that's because it's like such the big focus right now, right? It's graduation. College graduations have happened. People are gearing up for high school graduations. It's that time of the year. And I think it's easier to relate to it. But when you think of the little kid on the diving board, terrified and crying because of being so afraid to jump. And then the kids that had no fear and just went and jumped. You know, I think there has to be a happy medium. Because sometimes, I mean, it's great to see a new beginning and just jump right into it fearless. But at times, I think, when we do that you know, we have regrets or things don't necessarily always go as planned. So, but, um, we really need to not focus and dwell on the ending and keep looking back. We need to look forward and focus on what's in front of us. And it will be exciting. It will be challenging. Yet, it's huge because it's nothing but opportunity. Opportunity to grow, opportunity to bless others, opportunity to encourage. And then let's focus on those people around us. Now, if my cousins and sister would have teased me and said, You're such a baby, you won't even jump in. Wah, 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 why don't you just go back in the house? Okay. I may or may not have jumped off the diving board. I can't tell you. But because they were encouraging me, I had people around me that said, don't look back. Just don't look. Just close your eyes and jump. And you're going to love it. We're all right here. You know, and I even remember, you know, all my cousins and my aunts would get in the pool and they're like, we're all right here. We're on the side of the pool. Nothing will happen to you. We promise. We will get you if you sink and you don't, you don't come up. We'll get you. Part of being afraid of focusing on the beginning is fear. But when we have someone in our corner, encouraging us, surrounding us, keeping us safe, it squashes that fear. 
And so if you're really afraid or nervous or not sure how to proceed moving forward, look around. Who in your life can be that encourager, that cheerleader, that supporter, that uplifter to help you reach your goals? We all have somebody in our life. It may not be family. It may not even be a neighbor. It might be a coworker. It might be the um, lady that gives you your coffee every morning. I don't know. But I want to challenge you that is it an end or is it a beginning? It's our choice to decide. Either way, we need to move forward. But are you going to move forward with a positive attitude, excited and empowered to do your best and to be your best and to grow into a better version of yourself at this new whatever that is? Or are you going to move forward and not seize the opportunity to grow and just keep looking back, keep looking in that rearview mirror, keeping that little girl crying at the end of the diving board and creeping back towards land out of fear? I want to encourage you. You are braver, stronger, and more capable than you give yourself credit for. You have a power within you to do this. If God has called you into this new beginning, God will enable you to move forward and be successful. That doesn't mean there might not be some bumps or some bruises or a little hurt here and there. What it means is that when God is steering that and driving your car or giving you that nudge on the diving board, you will succeed. And if you're nervous or afraid, just pray. Say, all right, God, I need you. I can't do this on my own. Lead me in the direction you want me to go. I accept this new beginning. Help me not to look back. Help me to look forward. And in your strength and in your love and in your grace and in your mercy, Lord, give me the ability to be the person you've called me to be. Give me the courage to try and accomplish the things you've set before me. Praying is talking to God. So when you are overcome with fear or doubt or tempted to look in the rear view mirror and not at the amazing potential in front of you, talk to God and say, all right, dude, what is the great picture? I'm sure I just offended somebody by calling God dude, but here's the deal. God hears our prayers. He knows our hearts. And, you know, there's people that, you know, pray to my loving daddy, to God. I think God's okay when I say, listen, dude, I don't get it. You brought me here. I get it. It's a blessing. But what and what are you thinking? I need your help, Lord. I have no clue of where you're going with this, what you want me to do. I need you, dude. Like, 
step up and show me because I'm like very naive and I need multiple reminders. You know this in me. Help me to see your path. Help me to see your vision because I'm not seeing it on my own. I need you to show me. I need a black and white. This is where I need you to be, Lisa. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I think God would rather have me call him dude and talk to him and pray than not to talk to him and ignore him and ignore the direction he's taking me and just to look in the rearview mirror or hide on the end of the diving board closest to land. He doesn't want that. He wants me to step out in faith. And if in order to step out in faith, I need to be praying and talking to him and talking to him in a way that I would talk, that's what he's going to hear. So you pray and you talk to God in the way that you pray and the way that you talk. He doesn't need you to make some formal, like, you know, prayer, like the, uh, you know, the priest. You know, you're not a priest, all right? You're common folk. I'm just a country girl. I'm just a redneck, all right? I am a country girl. I live in a small, small town in central New York, and I'm proud of that. I don't have a Bible degree, and even if I did, I'd probably still talk like the little country girl that I am, and I'm okay with that, and I think God's okay with that because he needs each of us to be ourselves where we are and not change our personality in the sense of what makes us us. What needs to change is our attitude, our mindsets, you know, but not like what makes us special. And I don't know, I'm off on a tangent. Sorry, let me step down from my soapbox. Boom, boom. All right. Is it an end or is it a beginning? It is both. But what you focus on is what decides if it's a true beginning. Are you looking in the rearview mirror? Are you focused out that full view, front window, side windows, and embracing all that God has before you? I pray that by the end of this week, you're like, you know what? Okay, I've been in this new job two years. And I have not accepted that this is where I am because I really want to be where I was. Today, I want you to say, you know what? I embrace this opportunity. I'm no longer going to focus on the job I did have, the job that I lost. I am going to focus on where I am and how I can be the best employee, the best version of myself, the best parent, the best daughter, son, child, aunt, uncle, whatever, where I am. I'm not going to look back anymore. I'm going to look forward. That was the old me. That was my past. I am going to embrace my future and move forward in faith. And when you move forward in faith, God will not let you down when you are following what he has called you to do. And as you move forward into that new beginning and letting go of the end, if it's a complete struggle, maybe you need to pray and say, all right, God, this is not working. Is this a me thing or is this you teaching me a lesson? 
I mean, sometimes it's hard because we need it hard so that when the good comes, we're ready. And sometimes it's God continuing to put up roadblocks saying, that's not what I meant. This is not where I see you. So you need to pause and say, all right, which of these? So on this Wednesday, this midweek, is it an end or is it a beginning? It's both. It's where you're focusing though. Let go of the past. Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. Move forward. Look forward. And keep talking to God through it. And you will be blessed. And you will be a blessing to others. And that is what we're called to do. Is to be a blessing. And uh, just be the best version of ourselves and constantly growing. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you are enjoying this week's journey on is it an end or a beginning? And it is both. But we need to focus on the beginning. So what are you focusing on today? I'm Lisa. I'm your hostess here at One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And thank you for listening, for sharing this with your friends and family. And I look forward to sharing with you again on Friday. Have a wonderful week, everybody.